0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. (laughs) You're here with your (laughs) co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so
0: so heather and i have, have been chatting very briefly um as both of us just yeah. hopped on the show last minute and or i did maybe yeah. she's been here for a long time um i hopped on last. not second. really <laughs>
1: Get it in I, I hopped before on the show. last minute last minute not last second last minute <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um and so we basically just read the show title and both of us said yeah i need this show today which is one of my favorite things about the tools that we use the tools of access consciousness is that um well two things happen one what you need shows up when you need it <laughs> always yes and then the, the other part is is that you don't always have to Cognitively know what you know in advance of things. You can begin by asking a question and then getting the information that shows up. So, a show topic that both of us go, Wow, you know what? I really need this show today is really cool because just by asking questions and then knowing what you know and um, all of a sudden reveals things that have maybe been hidden up until now. (laughs) So, what do we have as a topic today? Do, and do you dare start? <laughs> yeah,
1: sure. I, I dare. <laughs> uh, overcoming I dare, hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> overcoming hope is our topic for today. And, like, wow, why the heck would we even suggest such a thing? <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, we're weird, like, yeah. That. <laughs> Let's rewind.
0: I said both of us need this show today, and the show topic is overcoming hope. That mm-hmm. just blew everybody's brains out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So we will explain <laughs> what we're talking Maybe. about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, uh, for me, I'll just actually want to start with what that is for me. Like, in my life, I've definitely spent a lot of time hoping for things. You know, hoping, praying, wishing, dreaming, <laughs> all sorts of things like that. And over, you know, my childhood and teen years and into my 20s, uh, the amount of effort that I put into that, I'm like, you know what? All this hoping and praying and wishing and dreaming isn't actually creating that much. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not getting too many results. And I got to say, I'm a results girl. <laughs> I really like to create. I like to have things happen. I like to see things change if I'd like it to change. I like things to show up. So uh, I started to wonder what else I could choose, what else I could do uh, that would be more than wishing and hoping. Um, and that was that was what kind of opened the even the idea of something else uh, as a way to create or as a way to get the things that I'd like to have in life uh, or the change that I'd like to see. So, um, instead of like before I go into any examples or think more like specifics, I was wondering how this is shown up for you, Stephanie, and and like why this would even be something you would consider <laughs> overcoming <them. laughs> Well, yeah,
0: I, I want to say that there have been sort of like
1: what I picture is
0: you know how sometimes a, a river as it goes downstream will will sort of go down a series of stair steps um, and have waterfalls at each, and I feel like there have been several of those with hope in my life, and that in my twenties, that what you're talking about the wishing, hoping, that that was so real, and I could not get outside of it, and so I wanted to write, and I would I would sit down to write, and I would get stuck in exactly that, so there was a lot more not doing, <laughs> and a lot more not being uh-huh. than there ever was doing and being, and I knew it, even as I was in the middle of it, um, but I couldn't figure out how to get outside of it. And part of it was the trap of hope that I do want to chat about for a second. But um but the yeah. the where I'm at with it today is is I'm seeing a whole new sort of plateau of where the sneakiest of hopes has sort mm-hmm. of hidden. And and part of that um is the maybe even the like larger ideals that i've set out that i haven't even mm-hmm. really acknowledged um and so the thing about that and about hope in general is that it sets up this image of what you would like to create but the thing is is that may not be what you are actually capable of creating or maybe even what you desire to create so it sets up this thing that yeah. looks like a great idea but is fundamentally in conflict with what you'd actually like to have which is what sticks you in that frozen place um because you yeah. basically are are hoping against yourself even though the image of what you're hoping for seems great <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, that's so well said. I love that. Yeah, it's really uh, uh, a slippery slope uh, to because it's it's also uh, I've noticed so much uh, something outside of me, something I think I don't mm-hmm. already have, something I think I I can't Good be, point. something that it, it it I don't have in my life yet. It's all these wait, things that wait. Can I stop right there like, for a
0: second? Wait, yeah, you
1: said something brilliant, yeah. and I don't want it to get lost. Um,
0: how many times do we actually think that the valuable thing to be and do is the thing that we are not already? Like how much is that actually already built into everything that we ask for is that we're asking to be something that we think we are not and that somehow that that is the valuable thing, that if it's what you're not, then that is the valuable thing. And if it is what you are, that is not the valuable, which we start every show with that Where your wrongness is a strongness and happiness is just a choice, (laughs) but but (laughs) but this is where the rubber meets the road with that. So I just wanted to point that out because it was so brilliant. The asking, you know, thinking that asking for what you're not will get you where you want to (laughs) go.
1: Well, yeah, and it's I mean, thank you for like highlighting that more because it's it's true. It's so um, sneaky and like like you said, those ideals of um, what we think we should be able to become or are supposed to become that if we become it will give us everything that we say we would like to have or that we think we would like to have just because that, that's what we've been told and and believe that we should desire and believe we should have to have a good life or be happy or whatever. And it's just – it. What does that have to do with you? You know, what does that have to do with that? <laughs> Usually act? not a whole it's lot. Like, yeah, pretty much nothing. <laughs> like, great. It's like so most it's people's relationships.
0: <laughs> what does that have to do yeah. with you? Not a whole lot.
1: Yeah, you show exactly. up every day for it, but <laughs> it
0: doesn't right. much of you.
1: Yeah, which is it's like. It's a weird thing. It's like one of those things no one ever wants to talk about or acknowledge (laughs) is, like, really going on. They're hoping it's going to get better. They're they're hoping it'll get better. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So that which brings up a great point, though, that hoping something will get better isn't looking at what is in front of you. It's not looking at the person in front of you. It's not looking at yourself and what is true for yourself. It's not looking at what is. And that's like a really key thing um, that changed everything for me is the difference between acknowledging what is, being aware of what is, and looking to what is actually like real, (laughs) a reality at the moment, Mm -hmm. and uh, compared to what I would like it to be that it isn't. You know, be that the relationship I have, how I'm being, how another person is being, how a situation is showing up. I mean, there's so many ways this this shows up in our life. And that just made all the difference, to look at what is, not hope that the situation or person could be what I would like it to be. World of difference. And
0: I love that you said (laughs) including you. Right, like how often are yeah. you, you know, not looking at the person in front of you, including you? Like how many times are we basically yeah. like, well, maybe I'll be better tomorrow. <laughs> maybe I'll stop procrastinating yeah. tomorrow. Maybe I'll I'll well, be more organized like, tomorrow. <laughs> maybe I'll yeah, maybe I'll tomorrow.
1: Stop yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many things yeah. we were like. Oh, yeah, I know I'm supposed to want to stop smoking, but I really don't desire to stop smoking, so I'll say that I'm going to tomorrow while never doing that because I live today. <laughs> I'm not in tomorrow, I'm today.
0: <laughs> I still there was a version of uh there was a version of what is that um with the the queen off with your head. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. There was a version of Alice, Alice. in Wonderland that came on yeah. It may have been Alice Through the Looking Glass or something. It came on T V whenever I was really young and um and there was a marvelous song and it's the lyrics of it I'm sure I know I've quoted it on the show before, but it's Jam tomorrow, jam yesterday, but we'll never have jam today.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, there's there's so many things that we push off. Um to the future or the past, like, I wish it was like it used to be, or I hope one day it can be whatever. And none of that is, it's like it makes it an impossible thing because it's never a choice that's available right now today. Well, except that it actually is. (laughs) It's just that we're not choosing it. (laughs) So... (laughs) So that was a little hint Again, to the,
0: the switch. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because there's go two on. things right now that I, that I, I want to talk about, both of them at the same time. And they sound like they're in yeah. conflict, and weirdly enough, they're not. Um, they're just Get, two tools it. to use. <laughs> and one of them yeah. is the choice in the moment. And that is, you know, the smoking example is a great example where it's, where it's like, if you have a cigarette in your hand right now and you go, well, truth, do I actually want to smoke this right now? And you may be like, oh, that's weird. No, I don't. But I may want it in five minutes. So I may as well start now, right? Like that's kind of how we live a lot of our lives. Like, no, but I'll probably be hungry. Yeah. Like, you know, do I actually want to eat this right now? Well, no, but I don't want to be hungry in an hour. So I guess I'll go ahead and eat. Um, the, these things that we do that, that sort of put us what you were talking about, put us in the past or in the future or use who we've been in the past to predict our future. Like, well, I'm usually hungry by two o'clock, right? And I've, I've hated being hungry in the past. So I'd hate to hate being hungry now. So I'll prevent being hungry by eating when I'm not hungry, (laughs) Like it's a really, weird, yeah. If you really look at the logic we use in our lives. It's actually really strange. Um, and we go, well, oh, no, this makes sense. Well, no, actually, it, it kind of doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you really, <laughs> if you really began looking at what you actually would like to choose right now, even if you just use it as as a stepping stone, so you go, well, you know, I'm for a week. I'm going to give this a try. And if I end up hungry every day at 2.30 still, maybe I will choose something different, or maybe I'll see if I can push my lunch back. That would actually be looking at what's in front of you and making choices according to what's actually happening in your life. Um, Do I actually want to eat this now? No. Okay, well, maybe I won't. And and maybe I don't know what will happen in the future. I can't tell you how many times I've done this with sleep, that if I actually just go to sleep when I want to, which last night, for instance, was like 3.30 in the morning for no reason except for I was working on stuff, and it was easy. And so since I was working on it and it was easy and I was fine and awake, um, I just kept going. And so at 3.30, finally, I was like, oh, now I'm getting a little tired. Okay, I'll go to sleep. At 7.30, I was up and happy, and I'm not tired at all today. But
1: the
0: times that I've actually gone to bed and thought to myself, oh, I'm not giving myself enough time to, to sleep long enough. I'm going to be tired tomorrow. I instantaneously make myself tired. So if I had said that to myself at 1 a.m., I immediately would have gotten tired and had to go to sleep and because I can create being yeah. tired. And the same right. thing if I wake up in the morning and I'm just like, oh, I feel good. And I just go, I'm fine. But if all of a sudden I start programming myself with the idea, I didn't get much sleep last night, I'm probably going to be tired later, guess what happens? It's so weird. I create that almost immediately. Um, yeah. And so if we make choices in the moment based on what's actually true for us right now, then we can actually have a reality that to most people won't make sense, which is why I highly suggest not really telling anybody, oh, I only got three hours of sleep last night. Don't tell anybody. Just, how you doing? Mm. I'm doing great. I feel really good today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the end. No, no explanation <laughs> necessary. Um, and it'll keep you from being at the effect of other people's ideas about the past or the future as well. Um, so anyway, that exactly. was one piece. And I sort of – I sort of segued from one to the other, um, which was making choices in the present and not inflicting things on yourself, like not expecting you to have a specific outcome. So I conflated them.
1: Yeah, well, and that's a a really thing to make this easier on yourself, um, to make a change like this, to to, to make that transition from – uh justifying your choices based on the the past or the future that might be, and really being present in the moment it it'll just be a way easier <laughs> just for you just for fun <laughs> never tell anyone <laughs> uh and find out and how, that what doesn't it's include like, it. you know it's, yeah right just, just bringing <laughs> right. it back yeah. around
0: us talking about hope. <laughs> None of those choices are about yeah. hope. They're all about what's happening right now. What choice can I make right now? What choice, if I made it right now, would actually be honoring of me, my body, and the future I'd like to create?
1: Yeah, and that, that's a, the that's a example of functioning from what is and functioning from your choice creating your life moment by moment rather than you know what we're taught to do and encouraged to do which is make one choice and then stick with it oh i always eat at noon so i better eat at noon because <laughs> that's just how my life is and how it works and the right thing to do to make sure i'm not hungry right <laughs> except that it doesn't work because i'm always hungry at 2:15 anyway <laughs> right <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, you know it's a way to start breaking that apart and and recognize that even when we try to make the right choice and like one choice that will last the rest of our life or last for years and work for us, we are creatures that live moment by moment. You know, the, the sun doesn't rise at exactly the same time every day. The weather isn't the same every single day. Our body isn't exactly the same every single day. Like there is nothing in our life that is truly exactly the same every single day so why would we expect a past choice to continue to have the same results exactly the same forever into eternity. It's kind of insane. That's really (laughs) interesting.
0: Yeah, no, that's amazing. That's one of the reasons uh, businesses have a lifespan, which I would be interested in finding out, you know, what's happening with the lifespan of businesses um, and the speed of change. Mm. But you know as of I think about ten years ago, there was a uh, um a study that basically looked at the history of businesses and the history of businesses mm-hmm. basically have about the lifespan of a human being, which is really interesting, even if they're passed down through generations um there either had to be very large changes at the sort of at the life ending point so about seventy six years, big changes would have to happen um or the businesses mm-hmm. sort of faded from whatever. You know whatever uh height they had reached, they would sort of hit this um this point where, if the business didn't change, it died um, yeah, and so you know it's it's that it's not the same every day. the surroundings aren't the same every day you know kodak um whenever they were like, "No, no, film will never die. well, everybody knows what happened to Kodak,
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it died <laughs> it died. <laughs> yeah so it's like looking at how this applies to our life, um, again, we're just we're talking about a fundamental shift in the way we function in our life to be on the creative edge and th- like that that beat uh, how I look at it is actually to be in harmony with what actually is. Like everything, all the molecules in all the world are changing all the time. So if we're changing all the time with it, and in ways that work for us, by using our choice to be in that flow, like it's a really powerful way to live and really uh, creates a lot of ease, creates a lot of clarity, and creates a lot of peacefulness because you're actually in the flow of life, of living, um, which is always constantly changing thing. Um, It's like the, this whole thing of the – the point of view and the idea of trying to keep things the same really goes against everything of the natural laws of the of life of living of the universe. You know, nothing is static or the same ever. So, like, we would choose that or try to create that for what reason? It's kind of well. The crazy. other amazing thing, really um, hard work. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, wow, how much of that is creates aging. Um, Just looking at how much effort it takes to constantly judge what what you've been and whether what you're doing is actually the same as what it was before, whether it's same enough, whether you're happy with whether it's the same enough or whether you're unhappy with it being too different or too the same. Um, It just requires a lot of a lot of focus on the past quite frankly, um, and a lot of projection yeah. of the future, whereas living in the present moment is actually one of the most efficient ways. To live. <laughs> and I, I say that sort of yeah. almost jokingly because it is the efficient way to live. <laughs> there, I, I don't yeah. that um, that living based on the past or the future is an efficient way to live at all. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't take your future into consideration. But the way that you can do that while being in the flow of the present moment is by making choices, asking the question, if I choose this, what will my future be like? If I choose this, what will my life be like? If I choose this, what will my business be like in 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, a hundred years? And that is actually including a future and creating for the future without being out of the flow of the present moment.
1: Yeah. And it's so different than a, a, looking at what you hope the future to be. Because if you've been playing with the thing of asking a question and, and noticing how you get an awareness after you ask the question, like that awareness that you get, that energy that comes up that you notice, or maybe it's something specific that you get information, that is totally different than hope. That is awareness of what is and what exists energetically that is an awareness of the energy that is possible for you to be and for you to choose and for your life to become if you choose it, you know, if you go in that direction. So, uh, again, it's super practical, and it has nothing to do with what you hope it would be. It's like, you know, it's like, I'll take it back to you know that example of dating. Like, you know, somebody asks you on a date and you instantly say yes, and then it instantly is heavy, and you're like, oh, that was a bad idea. And then you go on this, mm-hmm. the the date and find out how bad it was. Like, that's a great example <laughs> of, you know, your awareness of energy. And it wasn't based on hope. That was based on your awareness. You know, you might have used hope to by yeah, choosing going. it. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, the hope is going the hope on the is date.
0: Going. <laughs> I <laughs> right.
1: hope this will be different
0: than, than my awareness. That gave I know for, will <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and that example is when it's not one we actually gave in this show. It is one that we've given numerous times on other shows. So um, if you're curious about it, just go (laughs) listen to a few shows. You'll hear it come up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's a favorite example of ours.
0: (laughs) It's so clear when it happens. (laughs) And if you're, and and if you're one of the guys, yeah. If you're one of the guys listening, it may, it may be a little different instead of it being someone asking you on a date, you going, yeah. And then going, Oh God, it may be, um, that you ask yourself momentarily, well, is this, you know, is she, I don't know, all of a sudden you get the sense, she might be crazy. And then you go, nah, <laughs> she's probably not crazy. And then, you know, how many times have you found out, oh, yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs>
1: she's definitely crazy. <laughs> she's definitely <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you hoped she wasn't because she was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, crazy bill in a cute package. It happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> did did, did yeah. the cute make it worth it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Oh, usually not. <laughs> Speaking from not my for long. experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, not, not for, for long. long. Like, it doesn't last
1: the hope fades quick <laughs> so,
0: so maybe I'll I, get better than you this know, maybe she'll be less crazy uh, as, the, as the relationship goes along
1: oh my god so this totally brings up that thing of um, how when we use hope as a way to choose or as like a guide <laughs> for our life how much that leads to disappointment <laughs> you know like, if you're – I know for me, if I chose out of hoping it would be different or hoping it will get better or hoping something will change while not choosing anything different, <laughs> you know, how often that led to disappointment. And and looking back, I could always go, oh, you know, I did know that that person was a jerk all along. <laughs> I hope they weren't really because they were so cute, but dang. I knew they were a jerk, and they were. And so that can actually be another way to acknowledge when you used hope instead of following what you knew to be true, even though you knew it. (laughs) And uh, it's it's one more tool to, like, unravel those sticky places, um, because we know, we always know. And when you look back at your past uh, choices, you know, when you chose hope, rather than your knowing, it'll start to create more clarity, and it'll – Start to develop that trust in yourself that you really do know beyond what you hope something will be or what you hope a person will be. You do know.
0: Yeah, it'll begin. It'll begin to give you awareness of the moment of choice, right? Like there's there's always a moment mm-hmm. of choice. That if you look back, you go, oh, that was the moment I chose to be okay with the crazy long enough to see if the date would get better. Oh, that's the moment that I said yes to marry that person when really I knew the relationship wasn't working. Oh, that's the moment that I chose to eat yeah. five you know, to eat five chocolate cakes and i knew that i would be unhappy with myself later that i hoped i would feel okay but i didn't you know that was the moment you, you'll you'll see the moment and what that is is the beginning to, to the beginning of developing the knowing of the moment when that choice is available to you that you can make a different choice and you'll start to recognize it and and I'm gonna say something. You know, you'll start to recognize it energetically even more than mentally. There'll be a there'll there'll be a sense of it that you'll start to actually get. Um, that yeah, you, know, you may not have had before. Where well, you may have, you may start thinking about it more. Where you're like, do what's happening here? Which is the slow version of it. <laughs> what's happening here? What choice do I have? Um, Or the quick version of it. Oh, this is that crazy moment. Ah, I'm actually, even though I don't technically know what's coming up next, I'm actually going to make a choice based on this, the knowing that I have, which, which may leave some people in your life reeling just a little bit because you may make choices before it logically makes sense to them that you'll make a choice. But that's when you have the knowing in the moment and go, oh, this is where crazy happens. And you go, okay, I'm going to make a different choice than crazy. And the people in your life may still be going, but that person's so cute and you guys are so good together. And you're like, I know. And just make up an excuse as to why it logically should make sense to them that you left. Um, but but don't don't wait for the moment where you find out the crazy is true. You'll, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, shorten the pain and suffering in your life. <laughs> Follow, following what you know instead of following what other people believe. Uh, suggest or think you should choose, <laughs> or even yourself, you know, what you think you should choose, but you know you should not. <laughs> yeah, other it's, people it's really don't, have, don't
0: necessarily have more awareness about your life than you do. Like, it can seem like they should because they're looking at it from the outside, but they're just as blinded by hope as you are, Um <laughs> you know, especially... <laughs> yeah. Especially in the realm of relationships, you know, if somebody, a lot of people have desires for you of their own, like, oh, I wish they had somebody that they loved, or I wish that, you know, I didn't have to be their only friend. Whatever wishes and hopes they have for their own life. They have their own <laughs> secret agenda with your relationships and your life and um, and your food choices and your, you know, stuff you wouldn't even think anybody else would care about. Um, they both care more than you know, and they care less than you know. It's really strange. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is strange. Uh, and so true. My God. <laughs> but all of these things. They're so invested in, the moment, in you, but they never think about you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Under that. <laughs> so, um I'm wondering if there's what else we'd like to leave our listeners with today. Um Oh my gosh, we just hit the thirty
0: minute mark again. We have
1: been like fast
0: forwarding right yeah. at that thirty minute mark each week. Well <laughs> Yes.
1: That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So Well this if you've actually enjoyed really. It, Oops. Yeah, go, you go, go you go. <laughs> well, what I was
0: going to say is, you know, if you've enjoyed this, please, please share this with other people. Um, and if you didn't enjoy this, then please inflict our show on other people. Um, <laughs> either way, <laughs> you can find us at yeah. this wrong.com. And um, we always welcome your questions. We welcome your feedback. We uh, take requests for future shows. And um often people don't dare, but we, we don't we don't bite
1: hard. <laughs> Not unless you like us to. <laughs> so I know that there are a couple let... of
0: things showing up. There are a couple of events that are coming up. I know that you are hosting a foundation class and I also will be doing a foundation class. Um, in a totally different part of the country in a different month. So there's two foundation classes. <laughs> if you enjoy the tools that we ha- that we share each week, um, even if you can't figure out what they are, one of the places that you learn about what the tools are and how to actually use them in, in your life um, are two classes. The first one is the Bars class, Access Bars. And the second one immediately behind that is uh, Foundation. And so Foundation gives you... An an entire compendium of tools to use um, and a manual that goes with it, which means you can open up anytime you can't remember what one of these darn tools is. And the bars, the bars class too, it comes with a manual that whenever you forget what the tools are, you can just open it up and go, well, which one of these can I use now? Um, yeah. And so will you tell me a little bit about the one that's coming up? Um, Liam Bramley is going to be in California. He's a phenomenal facilitator that I trust a lot. Um, so what do what yeah. you got on that?
1: Yeah, um, he's coming uh, to the San Francisco area. We're going to be just north of the Golden Gate Bridge on June 16th through the 20th. And that's for five days of change. So it's a back-to-back bars class and uh, the foundation. And I'm so excited. He's flying all the way in from Austria. And we actually have uh, participants flying in from Canada and around the Bay Area so it's it's going to be an international gathering, <laughs> which is super exciting. I love it. And, uh, if you, yeah, if you'd like to uh, join in the class, uh, you can message me. You can find Liam Bramley on Facebook, and uh, there's event pages posted uh, for both the Bars class and the foundation. Or you can find him on accessconsciousness.com. Again, that's Liam Bramley, L-I-M, Liam Bramley is B R A M L E Y, and uh, you can register there. Uh, we'd love to have you. And uh, what do you have going, Stephanie? When's your class?
0: Uh, it's in July, so it is July twenty something. That's how um, that's how on top of the dates I am right now. I have a big travel <laughs> schedule coming up, so it's after the 20th i think it's the 24th 25th 26th and 27th i believe um and before it two other facilitators in the area will actually be co-facilitating a bars class and um, to prepare anybody who hasn't had a bars class or somebody who just, or for anybody who wants to, you know, do a whole day of getting your bars run, which can be so delicious and um, oh, quite yeah. affordable whenever you are repeating the bars class, <laughs> um, you get a whole Absolutely. day of bars for $150 when you're repeating the class. The first time you take it 300. And then after that you always get half off. Um, and so anyway, so that will be happening in July. It'll be happening outside of Atlanta in a beautiful community called Serenby, um, complete with horses, lots of trails, fine dining, um, and really quaint, cool places to stay. So it's it's a a really fun, beautiful setting. So maybe you want to make both of the classes. Go see. Go have a class with Dan yeah. Bramley, and then and then in July, come come take a class with me. <laughs>
1: absolutely yeah it's you know i've taken these classes so many times i've probably taken bars and foundation at least i don't know 30 or 40 times each and one of the amazing things about the access tools is how how they just keep going deeper and deeper like the more aware you get the more you listen to how these tools work you discover new ways to apply them and you get more awareness about what's possible uh, by using them and functioning with them the, every time you take the class. And and especially with a different facilitator. You know, when you, when you take it from a different facilitator, you get different stories. You get different examples of how they've used the tools themselves. And, and the combination of people that show up in that class, it, it's always different. You know, it's always a unique combination of people every time. So it's just magical Uh, the change that gets created and the places that we can go and the awareness that gets opened up um, from it. So I'm, I'm always excited to attend again. (laughs) Right.
0: Well, and one of the things that I, that always cracks me up is people like, why, why would you take that class again? I'm like, well, first of all, my life changes, which is what I've been asking for. But the other part is it's just fun. Like, yeah really like i'm yes. i'm having a good i'm having a really good time as much as anything um changes change and the and the way that change happens during classes um has become sort of a hobby yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, well this is one of my favorite things to do. why wouldn't I do it more often? i don't golf so um yeah right
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who knew you could change your life and have like a good time doing it? It's possible, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, it's a reality. Yeah, I thought that was. Supposed, I
0: thought I was supposed to be miserable. I thought you were supposed to like have to slog through stuff, cry a lot, and do a lot of awful journaling. <laughs>
1: uh, that's one way to maybe do it. <laughs> I <laughs> that's say maybe because I've just... in the past. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So uh, thanks again for joining us, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation, and uh, we hope to meet you in person one of these days. At a class or who knows where. (laughs) So
0: (laughs) So we'll see you next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Twelve noon Pacific um, at www.thegoodgirlsguidetobeingwrong.com dot the good girls guide to being wrong dot com, which takes you to Blog Talk Radio with the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong and Happy.
1: <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and we'll look forward to next week. Bye for now. bye